If you travel everywhere by car instead of walking, riding a bike, or using public transport, you can both shorten your life and damage the planet. That's the clear message coming out of a new book called *The Energy Glut*, written by two London scientists. I asked one of them, Professor Ian Roberts, what was the idea behind this book. The big idea is that the causes of climate change and the causes of population fattening are the same: fossil fuel energy use. So, the world faces two major health crises. Uh, climate change, which is going to, you know, if it could destabilize our ecosystems, it could be the end of life on Earth for humans, and also population fattening. Populations everywhere are getting fatter. But but surely energy is there to serve us. So what is it that that's actually going wrong then? Well, we're using, for, for example, let's just take the transport sector. We're using. Fossil fuels, rather than food, to move ourselves around. So, if as soon as we start replacing walking and cycling with motor vehicle use, we're actually burning fossil fuels instead of food to get us to, to move our bodies. And the the excess, because people still like to eat, the excess gets stored as body fat. And actually, that leads to a vicious cycle. So that as we get fatter, we depend more on fossil fuels, and we get even fatter. And so we're stuck in a ecological、uh, vicious circle, and so you know we need some serious structural change to get out of this problem, and that's decarbonisation. Now, could you give me some examples from the research you've done here at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine? What is it that you've found that has made you so sure that there is a link between people getting fatter and global warming and the use of energy? Well, there are good studies coming out of China at the moment of what happens when people get a little bit more wealthy and buy a car. Well, first their energy input goes down; it doesn't go up; it goes down. So actually, energy input goes down when people get more dependent on fossil fuels. That's food input. That that's food input. But the their energy output goes down even more. So if you get a car, you get fatter. So. Motorisation, car use makes us fat. There actually should be health warnings on motor vehicles that they're bad for the planet. They make you fat. They kill pedestrians and cyclists. They pollute the air, and they just take away our ability to move our bodies. You know, which is really enjoyable. But a lot of people are trapped now in fat bodies that they don't want because of the way we structure society. And that way, we structure society could lead to the end of life on Earth. Now, that's as a recipe for doing something. I think many of us, though, in modern cities, have got used to making that short car journey to the shops, and we kind of get completely used to using cars. Can you give any helpful suggestions as to how many of us could get away from being hooked on transportation like that? Nowadays, there's only three options. For yourself, you either fat, you move, or you have to starve yourself. Now, being fat, a lot of people find unpleasant. Starving yourself to maintain a, a body, a, a normal body weight, is not very pleasant either, because we're biologically programmed to eat. The best thing to do is just move. Now, I like to move. I don't like exercise. I don't do exercise. I just move as part of my daily life. 
Um, I'm actually against exercise. I'd like to see a future where there was no need to exercise. People forget that exercise is an invention of the last 50 years. We only have to do exercise. To It's bizarre that we have to do pointless routine physical activity just to maintain ourselves healthy. That never used to be the case. Fossil fuels have brought us that. And what very brief message would you give to sum all of this up coming out of your book? That the decarbonisation of society is nothing we have to be afraid of. It's something that we should welcome. That there are policy levers called, for example, contraction and convergence, which is a brilliant idea that can take us forward into a better place. It's going to be really good, and we need to take that leap and do it soon before it's too late. Professor Ian Roberts of the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine talking with me about his book The Energy Glut, co-written by his colleague Dr Phil Edwards. For Audio News, I'm Peter Goodwin.